Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Just use the promo code PODCAST1 to get that 50% sign-up bonus Today, it is week one. His name is Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. The only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling. The Super Contest at the Westgate Casino out there in Vegas. And we have him each and every week making picks with me as we try to help you Get it going this year. Stay in the black and make some money. Before we get into the pick, Steve, very, very excited. I know you are as well. I do want to mention that Yahoo has officially released their week one daily fantasy football contest. They have a $1 million contest for week one with no management fee and 100 k goes to first place, meaning more money goes back to you, the players. 10 entry max. You're not going up against dudes that have 200 lineups like other places. They also have a 100K guaranteed contest. So lots of prizes out there for week one. If you're just getting started with Daily Fantasy, join the free to enter Yahoo Cup and play all season long. $150,000 in weekly and season long prizes. And if you get a perfect lineup, you win a million dollars. Get started now at yahoo.com slash daily fantasy. I am Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman at Ross Tucker NFL Twitter and Instagram, and it is time to dive in. All right, Ross, well, let's start off with the kickoff game. Chicago is hosting the Green Bay Packers. Bears favored by three with a total of 46 and a half. Right, which, uh, you know, Steve, if something's different with the Bears home field advantage, let me know, but that would tell you that the folks that are setting these lines at betonline.ag believe that these two teams are even. I think this is a toss-up game. I I really do. I think that there's going to be some regression with the Bears. We've talked about that a lot. I think the Packers will be better. Aaron Rodgers historically has been very good against the Bears. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Packers, getting the three points. Let's get this thing started. Want to bet on Thursday night. Two units, Packers getting the three points. Wouldn't be surprised if they win outright. If they lose, I think it's a close one. Hopefully we push. Give me the Packers, two units. Yes, Chicago's overrated. Chicago had the easiest schedule in the NFL last year. The third least injured team. Let's see if that'll continue. And their third best in turnover differential that's largely non-predictive. I am with you, Ross. Two units on Green Bay, best bet. Best bet. Love it. Best bet right out of the gate. Awesome. All right, Steve, so let's go to Sunday. First one, Atlanta at Minnesota. Vikings favored by four in this one, 47 and a half. I'm going to lean to the Vikings in this game. They have a really solid home field advantage in their new stadium. 
I had that worth three and a half points, and that's just enough for me to have a lean on Zimmer and company because I do have Minnesota as not just the better team, but the significantly better team. I have Minnesota, my number 10 team, Atlanta, number 16, lean Minnesota. I'm going to go the other way for this. Um, now, I'm actually higher than most people on both of these teams, but I like getting the points. You know that. My big strategy typically is if there is a team that I think has a good chance to win that's getting points, that's where I'm going. So I like the Falcons getting the four points from the Vikings. I'll put two more units on that one. Give me Atlanta getting the four points against the Vikings. Next up, it's your Philadelphia Eagles. They are at home, nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Washington Redskins, 45-and-a-half total. Right. So uh, clearly I think the Eagles are the better team. I think the Eagles are going to win. Would not be surprised if they win by double digits. I just know this is the NFL. It's week one. I know the Redskins don't have Trent Williams, but it's just really hard for me to lay that many points in an NFL game. Steve might say you're wrong and might do it, but I'm going to pass. I would lean to the Eagles, though. I'd rather lay the 9.5 than get the 9.5. I will lean Eagles, but I'm not going to put any units on it. Yeah, and if you there's a trend out there that if you did nothing but play divisional dogs, you do very well week one in the NFL. But despite that trend, my power ratings say the Eagles are the right side, but I don't want to go directly into that trend and lay the 9.5. I will do this. I'm going to play a teaser, a seven-point teaser, because I want to get the Eagles down to 2.5. So I'm going to tease for two units, the Eagles down to minus 2.5 with the Seattle Seahawks. They're playing the Bengals. Take Seattle down to minus two and a half in a two-team teaser seven points. Buffalo at the New York Jets. Jets favored by three in this one, 41 the total. Yeah, I've got both teams rated equally, and the, with the Jets laying three, there are better investment opportunities I pass. So this is interesting. I, I, this is another one I think is a toss-up game. I think with the Jets' offensive line and corner woes, the Bills might even be better right now. They're getting three points, so I'm putting two more units on my Bills, getting the three points. Again, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they won the game. I think it's probably about 50-50. I'll take the three points. Thank you very much. We all know that Miami may not win a game this year. Baltimore is at Miami minus seven. The question is, Ross, can they win by seven? Uh, yeah, I would imagine that they would. I'd be surprised, frankly, if they didn't. That's right on the edge of what I'm comfortable actually putting units on. I'll tell you the one thing that jumped out to me too was the total, just 37 and a half. I'm going to put one unit on the Ravens laying the seven and one unit on the over 37 and a half. That is really low for an NFL game. I don't see the Dolphins being that great on defense. And the Ravens actually have taken a step back on defense. So one unit over 37 and a half. One unit on the Ravens laying the seven. I think worst-case scenario, maybe not worst-case scenario, but I think they push. Yeah, I'm going to put a unit on Baltimore. I think this is all about Miami signaling to their players with the trade at Tunsil that they are in full rebuild mode and that this is certainly going to be a lost year. And I think Baltimore is going to be a team that's very difficult to game plan initially. Is Jackson going to keep running so much with the quirky offense? What new wrinkles is Harbaugh going to bring? I'm going to play Baltimore one unit, 
best bet as well. The best bet. San Francisco at Tampa Bay. Pick them. Total 50. So I got to be honest on this one. I'm, I was very high in San Francisco earlier in the summer, and then they had some injuries on the defense and to the running back. So the team is not playing as well, or it's not as healthy as I'd like them to be. And Jimmy G had some hiccups, no doubt, during practice and during the preseason games. And because of that, I'm not as high as I was on San Francisco and the line has moved in San Francisco at Pickham now. I frankly bet San Francisco plus two and a half months ago. At the current line, I'm going to pass. I think I'm going to pass too. That's a long trip for the Niners. And I, I, th- there's too many unknowns there with Bosa and D4 and just some of the injury issues they've had, even the interior offensive line, the running back. I think the Niners is the right play. I would absolutely lean to San Francisco on this one and encourage people to do that, but I'm going to pass. I'm not going to actually put anything down on the game. All right, Ross. Kansas City, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Jacksonville Jaguars. 52 is the total. So I, I think that the Chiefs will win the game. I think they're the better team. But it's week one. We haven't really seen what the Jags are going to do with Nick Foles. The Jags do appear to have their defense back and ready to rock and roll. The Chiefs have some new pieces. It's on the road in Jacksonville, probably going to be so humid and hot. I'm going to pass the game. I would probably lean Kansas City, laying the points, but I'm going to pass. I'm going to lean to Jacksonville here. I do not think Jacksonville looked good at all during preseason. Minshaw was horrible, their backup quarterback, and I didn't get to see as much of Foles as I would have liked to. But um, I still think that Jacksonville is a team on a mission after the horrendous year last year where the defense quit on Blake Bortles and company knowing the offense was so bad. I will lean to Jacksonville. Steve, the Cleveland Browns at home. They're favored by 5.5 against the Titans. 45.5 is your total. I'll lean to the Tennessee Titans just on principle because I think whenever a team is as overhyped as the Cleveland Browns are, they very, very rarely have any value. Um, But my power ratings make it right where it's at. So lean to Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I'm not going to lay the points with Cleveland, but I don't think Tennessee is very good. I think Cleveland's going to come roaring out of there. You never know what Vrabel and his coaching staff have cooked up. So I'm not going to put a bet on the Browns, but I would lean Cleveland. No Taylor Lewan, I think, really hurts the Titans. They want to be a running team. They want to major in that. That hurts their ability to do so. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to just lean Cleveland right now. Ross, the L.A. Rams going across country. They are three-point favorites at the Carolina Panthers. The total there is 50. It's an interesting game to me. Uh, my instincts tell me Carolina at home, you know, bounce back year, getting points. But I haven't really been able to see what we can see from Cam Newton yet. So I'll just lean Carolina right now. Plus the Rams, man, they're, they're pretty darn good. They found a way to do it. So I'll just lean to Carolina getting the three points. You know, I actually made a mistake earlier in the summer. I bet the Rams minus the two and a half in this game, 
And the more I look at it, the more I like Carolina. My power ratings favor Carolina. Of course, we're concerned that Cam had the injury week three of preseason to his leg. And if he's not right, this this bet could go south. But a big part of the handicap, I think, is you got to look at what teams did not play anybody in the preseason. And the Rams were one of them. By the way, there's five of them. Um, both of the L.A. teams, um, Chicago and Green Bay, they well, they play each other, and Philadelphia. So we might be a little bit cautious um, with those five teams because they might be some rust without having played many of their starters at all. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play Carolina, despite having bet the Rams earlier in the summer, I'm going to play Carolina for two units. Steve, the Detroit Lions, two and a half point favorites in the desert at the Arizona Cardinals. Total is 47. Yeah, two teams I absolutely want to bet against, and they are playing each other. I will pass. I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. I, I, I'm going to show some faith in them playing at home and the offense with Kyler Murray surprising the Lions. I don't think it'll last throughout the year, but I think that they will catch the Lions off guard. Give me one unit on Kyler Murray, Kingsbury, to be able to do just enough to beat the Lions with the unknown of what Kingsbury is going to unveil. Arizona getting two and a half points one unit. I think they got a pretty good chance to win that game outright. Now, Ross, you didn't take the nine and a half points or lay the nine and a half points with the Eagles earlier. How about the Seattle Seahawks? Nine and a half point favorites at home against the Bengals. Total is 44. I could honestly repeat everything I said, Bri, about the Eagles and the Redskins. I feel the same way. Very confident Seattle wins this game. I would lean towards them winning by more than 10. I think that happens, but I just, it goes against all of my instincts and belief to go ahead and lay that many points in an NFL game. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So I will go ahead and I will say instead, I'll just lean Seattle. And this is my second leg of my teaser. Uh, if you recall, played Philadelphia in a seven-point teaser. Got Philly down to minus two and a half. And, of course, we're going to close it with Seattle minus two and a half. Ross said it best. Those teams are not going to lose this game. Well, they could lose, but they're very unlikely. So I really like that two-team teaser for two units. Steve, the Chargers are favored by six and a half points against the Colts. With a Hold total. on a second, Brian. Hold on a second. I want to get on Steve's teaser. Okay. There is no so you're teasing them both down to how much, Steve? To minus two and a half. Yeah, no chance. Give me uh, give me four units on the two team teaser, Seahawks and Eagles. I'm going big. Four units on Steve's teaser. I know I need both teams to win. They're both going to win by at least a field goal. Four units. I've never done that before, but I want to get off to a good start here in Week One. The best bet. All right. Now, Steve, on to the Chargers and Colts. Six and a half point favorites are the Chargers. The total is 44 and a half points. And one question, and maybe we asked this last week, but how has this line changed since the Andrew Luck news? Yeah, so earlier in the summer, the line on this game had dropped down to three. And frankly, money was coming in on the Colts at that point in time. And since then, there's been a three and a half point adjustment. Now, 
I actually have a six-point quarterback adjustment, Jacoby Brissett, downgrade versus Luck, and that's despite Brissett being a very, very good backup. Well, now, now he's a very subpar starter for the Colts, and he's going to have to prove it to me. But the Chargers didn't play anyone in preseason, and the Chargers are banged up. Obviously, no Melvin Gordon and some other injuries. I'm going to pass the game. Yeah, give me a unit on the Colts. Uh, the Chargers, no Melvin Gordon, no Russell Okung, no Derwin James. And I think the Colts are going to rally around Brissett. A lot of people, they feel like, are counting him out. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to play pretty good football. So give me the Colts getting the six and a half points, one unit on Indy. Uh, Ross, the Dallas Cowboys favored by a touchdown against the Giants. Game is in Dallas. Total is 45 and a half. Yeah, so before I get to that game, Bri, I think it's really important, if you haven't already, you get the BetQL app at the App Store or Google Play Store. It is unbelievable. First of all, they'll note when sharp bettors put down big, unique bets, which I think is interesting. They have all the sharp data for the Week 1 NFL games. They have all the week the sharp data for the Week 2 college football games. Some very big point spreads. I think you'd be surprised which side of the point spread some of the sharp bettors are backing. You can stay up to date with all of the line movement with the BetQL app and track lines leading up to kickoff. They even have a powerful algorithm that provides rated best bets based off of a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends, which is awesome. Plus, if you live in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, you can get exclusive offers from sports books and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store, Google Play Store, whatever, and download the BetQL app. As for the Cowboys and the Giants, this game kind of reminds me of the Ravens and the Dolphins. Feel pretty good about the Cowboys. I just think that the Giants are a better team than are the Dolphins. The Giants have a much better chance to stay close. So I'm going to pass the game. I'd probably actually lean to the Giants getting the seven points here, but I'm not going to play it. I'll lean to Dallas here on the minus seven. I do think that Dallas is a good teasing candidate. So um, I'm going to lean to Dallas on teasers. Now, I know you need things to tease them with. Um, ah, What the heck? We'll go ahead and put out a two-team teaser with Dallas down to minus one. We'll tease them with Arizona from two and a half up to eight and a half. I know I said I passed that game, but um, I could see Arizona keeping that game competitive. So we'll do a two-team six-point teaser for uh, two units here. Sunday Night Football, Steve. It's the New England Patriots. They're hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. New England, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Our total is 50-and-a-half. Yeah, we're going to go under the 50-and-a-half for two units. Um, this one, I, I think, is a really strong bet. In fact, let's make it three units. The, um, New England has their center injured. New England has problems with the receiving cores. Their tight end is suspended. Gronk is obviously retired. Brady's a year older. But that New England defense is looking good. And that Pittsburgh defense with Bush, their rookie linebacker, he's playing very well. Pittsburgh's defense is playing very well as, as well. 
one thing New England can do is take away your number one option. So Juju Smith-Schuster should not have a big game. And so I don't see Pittsburgh putting up a whole lot of points. 15.5 looks way too high, especially considering Pittsburgh just does not score nearly as much on the road. Three units under 15.5. I kind of like that. Uh, I kind of like the home road splits for the Steelers. I kind of like that New England's defense, I think, is pretty darn good. Um, You'd think the offenses would be rusty coming off of the preseason. I'll put two units on the under 50.5. Don't really have anything on the line itself. The best bet. We got two Monday night football games this week, as we always do in week one. The first one, it's Houston at New Orleans. Saints uh, favored by seven. 53 is the total, Ross. I like New Orleans in the game. Uh, I just don't know about laying seven points. I'm sure that place will be going crazy, but that, that's a lot of points to me. I think the Texans are better than people realize. Getting Tunsil will help. I'll pass the game. I probably would lean New Orleans, but this is one I have uh, not, a, not a whole lot on. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Houston for two units, and it's all about New Orleans. Historically has started slow under Sean Payton. They're in weeks one and two of the season, the last five years, New Orleans is one and nine against the spread. So given that's the case, I cannot trust them early on in the season. I'll play Houston for two units. Steve, our final game of the week, it's Denver at Oakland. It's a pick and the total is 43. Yeah, so this is a team in Oakland that I've been talking all summer about how they're overrated, how I like Denver as an underdog, bet Denver plus three, I bet Denver plus two and a half, I teased Denver, and then I even played a little bit of Denver plus two. Well, now the lines pick them. So at pick them, I think all the value has been extracted out of Denver. I think you've got to pass the game at this point. And frankly, if Denver flops the favorite, which they may well right before kickoff, I might take back a piece of Oakland, kind of pulling back the curtain on how pro betters make a living. People say, oh, it's really hard to make a living, you know, you know, in beating the NFL. Well, not when you got in your back pocket a piece of Denver plus three and plus a dollar twenty-five, and you can bet back Oakland plus one hundred five right before the game kicks off. But I pass at the current number. I'm going to pass. Uh, that was a lot of math there, Steve. I'm going to pass just because. I like Denver when they were getting points as well. Now at a pick em, I would still lean Denver. I think they had a ch- good chance to win the game. But I, I liked it a lot better when I was getting some points or when there were some points out there. So that is that. I will ask you, Steve, one question um, from Bob Blake. Actually, you know what? I think we asked that one before. Craig Hansen wants to know how you come up with your power ratings, Steve complicated especially to start the year you know as the year goes along it's a lot easier because i can go ahead and take a look at the underlying data and yards per play is kind of my starting point how much do you gain how much do you give up and obviously if you have a plus yards per play in most cases you're going to be an above average team and it'll be proportional to that and then early in the year i'll look at how good you were the prior year and weight some of that into it, look at turnover. Like you mentioned, you know, the Tunsil trade, obviously Miami loses a very good lineman. you got to lower their power rating based upon personnel changes and the like for changes that occurred during the year and, and during the offseason as well. And then just intangibles in general. Like I've got Miami rated very lowly. 
uh, my power ratings because I'm worried about the locker room and the signal to the players that this is a full rebuilding year. So um, a whole lot that goes into them, but um, without the data, quite a bit of regression analysis where basically a team that was really good at the end of last year, I have to feel I got to scale them back a little bit because of just the uncertainty from year to year. And conversely, a team that was really awful at the end of last year, I have to expect is going to improve going into the year. So a lot of regression in my initial power rating numbers. Did you have any thoughts, Steve, on uh, Bet Online came out with uh, spread value for all the starting quarterbacks? Did you look at that? It, had, it, it attached the value of what they believe each quarterback is worth. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, you know, I snapped a picture of it. Let me give me one minute, and I'll pull it up. Hold well, on. no, I mean, I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes and Russell Wilson and Brady at seven and a half, seven points, and then to see the zeros: Andy Dalton, Case Keenum, Fitzpatrick, Eli Manning's plus one. It's better for the other team when Eli Manning plays. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, you know, I disagreed with a lot of them. I, and bottom line is, if, if Vegas and I disagree, I, I just can't understand some of the numbers. You know, um, as an example, like they've got Josh Allen minus one. I mean, does anyone feel the the Bills are worse off with Allen behind center? And 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 look at look at look at this Derek Carr minus one. So, what, all I need to see is Derek Carr minus one. So, you, you're telling me that the Raiders are better with with Peterman or Glennon than Derek Carr? I can take all the other numbers, and I, I no longer want to read because I know that number is just so wrong. I mean, Ross, how could you possibly say Derek Carr shouldn't be starting for the Raiders? Excellent job, Steve. I love it. Bry, nice job reading off the betting lines. Thanks to betonline.ag. Love betonline.ag and that promo code podcast1 because you get the 50% welcome bonus and you are able to go ahead and follow our pigskin pick'em. And if I win, I get $100 times five, $500 to put into your accounts, but you have to actually have an account. That's very important. You have to actually have an account for you to win. So make sure you have a betonline.ag account. Use the promo code podcast one because they got to be able to track it back to you. Other than that, I am so fired up. Andrew Brandt was awesome on today's Ross Tucker football podcast talking about the Zeke deal and the Jared Goff deal and the Texans and Dolphins moves. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, week one, let's get it going. Make sure you listen to Greg Cosell's breakdown on tomorrow's Ross Tucker football podcast. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.